Hello and welcome to the Bygones Podcast. I'm Laura Jane Parker. And I'm Ellen Parker. And we re-watch every episode of Annie McBeal through, well, it was 2019 well. eyes, but I'm afraid that very shortly we're going to be cracking out our 2020 eyes for this. Yeah. Uh, happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. Uh, I hope everyone had a lovely festive period. Da, 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 da. I was like, what is that? Why are you singing a Christmas song? And then I realised it was old I'm fine. You numpty. <laughs> um, I hope everyone had a good festive period. Yeah. Uh, and ate and drank and chilled. Was generally merry. merry yes. Um, we are coming at you today in between season two and season three to bring you a season two wrap-up. Wrap-up. Because we cannot possibly fathom starting season three. And so we've wrapped this season two up with a nice little bow. Nice little Christmas bow. Yeah. I think we need to take a step back and think about season two before mm. we head into season three. Because it's yes. an interesting season. It was the highest rated season when it was originally aired. Yes. Um, so it had... I went into it with really high expectations because I knew that it had been the most popular season. Um, and... It is very interesting to me having come out the other side because I had memories of this being a really good season. Yeah. Because uh, Nell and Ling are introduced, yeah. so that brings like new dynamics to the firm, mm-hmm. and I remember really enjoying them both as characters. Yeah. Um, and I just remembered a lot of like iconic moments that I expected to come across in this season that I remember yes. quite vividly. Um, but having come through it the other side. Oh, I don't think it was a great season. Oh, okay. I actually in- didn't enjoy it as much as I did season one. Uh, okay, interesting. What do you think? Um, I definitely, I feel, I think it's a more consistent season than season one because I feel like season one kind of had a lot of filler episodes. Yeah. Um, in a way that I don't feel season two has. It's I didn't always, Well, no, I feel like because you've got the introduction of Ling and Nell, like, they're, they're always kind of... There's always someone to focus on in regards to moving that character along a little bit. I don't think I agree. I think this season was really badly paced because... For the first half, yeah. it's all about Ling and Nell and establishing them as characters yeah. for the most part. So the rest of the f- characters that we've come to know and love don't have a lot to do other than be bitchy to Nil 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 and Ling. Neil and Ling. <laughs> Neil and Ling. <laughs> Nell and Ling. And so that annoyed me in the first half. Then yeah. we get the big build-up to the Ali Billy kiss. Fine. But then after that, there's there's a few kind of floundering episodes and then Ali just has this downward spiral about not getting a man, which annoyed me. I just feel like there was more stuff going on in season two than there was in season one because there were definitely, yeah, although the first half is like Ling and Nell and, you know, a lot of the characters that 
we'd come to know in the first season are being used in really stupid, like, throwaway ways. Yeah. Like, at least we're getting to know Ling and Nell. And I feel like, whereas in season one, there were episodes where literally nothing happened with anyone. It was just a case of the week. Yeah, it was like, literally fuck all was happening other than the case of the week. And I found, and I don't feel like that happens... As often, if at all, in season yeah. two. I feel like there's always something happening with someone. Yeah. Um, I guess I just... I don't know. I've just... Like, the finale wasn't brilliant. And it no, just, I don't think I it just ends, feel like it I think ended it on well. a really bad note. Yeah, on a bum note, hasn't it? Yeah. And I'm just like, well, what was all that for then? I agree. Like, I agree. I think it's... You feel like Ali's not actually progressed. Yeah. Anywhere well, in this that, season. What we normally do, it, or normally, we've done it once before. Uh, what <laughs> and we, we'll do it again. <laughs> what we like to do, um, apparently, in these season wrap ups, is take each of the um, characters that had star billing, as in were on the opening credits, um, in turn, and talk about their kind of story arcs for the season, like what they've learned, have they grown, like what happened to them, and see how we feel about that. So. There were 10 characters that had star billing this season. Um, so there was Ali, Georgia, Richard, Renee, Elaine, Nell, Ling, John, Billy, and Vonda. <laughs> I don't think we can include Vonda. Well, I'm in gonna that. include Vonda in the I'll use her to talk about just the music of the show. Okay. She's like the music supervisor. So okay. um that's fine, we'll do her last. But um yes, yeah, so, but amazing that Vonda got star billing. Like I think wow. Liam mentioned it when he came yeah. on. He was <laughs> like, How did, did this that happen? happen? Yeah. <laughs> Great agent, clearly. Yeah. Um, but let's start with um the title character, the titular character, Ali McBee. Objection, this is ridiculous. So, you know, what what um what do you think, you know, has she grown? Has she learned anything this season? Well she appeared uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying because at the end of season one I felt like she was making steps. Yeah. She's gone those steps are dormant now. Yeah, I feel They've like they washed away in the sand. Yeah, and I I feel like she's Still hung up on the wrong thing. Mm. Still making it all about relationships. And if she just gets a man, then, you know, that will be her cure-all for all her woes. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, well, she learnt that Billy didn't love her. But then she learnt that and then immediately forgot it the next episode. With her relationship with Billy, because obviously that's a big thrust of the show, although it... uh, yeah, it's a big thrust of the show. It was like the main premise of yeah. season one. Um, and they kind of pushed that to a head in this season. Yeah. Um, she's had an interesting journey with his uh, with her relationship with him because um, they started off the season, I think, on much more healthy basis. Terms, yeah. Um, based on what had happened the year before. Yeah. Um, which is good. But then she had this massive realisation, like, I think in the first third of this season where she realised that Billy didn't leave her to go to Michigan. Yeah. He left her because he'd met Georgia. Georgia, yeah. So this, I think, if we probably track it back, was probably the beginning of this spiral because up until then, 
she'd had in her head in her head that she'd had love once and mm. therefore she can probably find it again mm. but actually yeah the love that she was holding up as this like bar yeah. for other men to meet was full of shit yeah or, yeah. or not what she thought it was yes yes um, completely so that happened then we had billy manipulating his way into actually kissing her well it, which first started in the christmas episode yes. where he gets that mistletoe out on when they're sat next to each other on her yes. desk and gives her a kiss yes so then they they actually kiss a few episodes later yeah and has to deal with the fallout of that in which Billy tells her that she's not capable of being loved or worthy of being loved because well, she's... she's or, no, he says, love is wasted yeah, on you. Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. Um, which... You'll know, never be horrendous. happy. You'll never be happy and love is wasted on you, is what yes. he says, yeah. Um, and she has this brilliant moment of yeah. being like, you never loved me. Like, yeah. you never loved me. And that's why you could leave yeah. over seeing Georgia. Yeah. Like, and you know what? I am going to find happiness. And when I do, you know, you will be from a distance. You will see it from a distance. Yes. I will never let you this close again. Yes. And it was just like, oh, fantastic. She's yeah. learning. And then the next episode, we have a, like forcing her opinions about how much Billy loves her on Georgia. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You had a breakthrough and now you've like plum forgot about it. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand this weird love amnesia when it comes to like Billy. I know, it's bizarre. It's- and it's, and, and ultimately the end of the season, yes, she's dated some people, she's had a relationship with Greg, but she kind of ends the season thinking that if she can just crack this nut, mm. all her prayers and problems will be solved. Yeah. And and as we've said, this is she's completely got her attention Focus turned on the wrong thing. In the wrong place. And it's just to me, the biggest tragedy of Ali McBeal's life and this series is that nobody is the voice of reason. Nobody's making her see like maybe you should take this some is time a distraction. To yourself. Yeah. Maybe you should get some help. Maybe you should learn. Like this could be if it had been written better this could have been a wonderful show to show actually what magic and amazing things can happen when you reject that narrative yeah. and focus on yourself yeah like as crazy ex girlfriend basically did. does yeah um but obviously but we I weren't ready for that in no, the 90s but, but also <laughs> i don't think you know we've said it before crazy ex girlfriend owes a lot to ali mcbeal yeah. and i think that you know, the reason Crazy Ex-Girlfriend exists is because Ali McBeal did not do that. Yeah. And it's, it's and partly a comment yeah. on that kind yes, of narrative. That's sure. the whole point, you know? Because well, there's nothing else really depicted in Ali's life. Like, her this season anyway. Like, last season, at least we had some interesting things happening in her career. Well, she, had, she changed jobs and... But like, also she had hobbies. She yeah. had, like, sculpting and kickboxing. And, you know, yeah. she was doing out things outside of work and going to the bar. But we haven't seen any of that this season. No. And her career, she's kind of coasting like she had that moment a couple of episodes ago where she was like I don't need to focus on a man I'm focusing on my career and then she like realised that she was just bullshitting herself yeah Um, and it's like you're not worried about 
that. You're not being ambitious for yourself in your no. personal career. You're just worried about settling down. Yes. So that says to me, she's not at all career-minded. No. She Has she done any work this season? <laughs> she's, <laughs> like, either, like... most of it in therapy. <laughs> therapy, or, you know, running off with Billy at lunchtime, or... Or Renee to drink or Renee. Of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Long, boozy lunches with Renee. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it is, like, when does this woman work? <laughs> I know. I, I do think that a lot. But, yeah, it's, um... That's just upset me as well because there's no like real uh substance to her life no and it's like well yeah so this is going to be part of the problem yeah you are it's almost like she's like i'm making room for when i get a relationship yeah because then my life will be full with the relationship yeah Yeah, that's true so i can't have i can't have too busy a life can't have clutter yeah i can't have too busy a life otherwise a, it won't, I think she thinks it won't happen. And yeah. B, there won't be room for it. I'll be too yeah. busy. Yeah. So it's like, but now you've got an empty life. That yeah. You're rattling around in and then you're wondering why you're depressed. I think one of the biggest things I'm sad about in this season as well is how badly she treated Greg. I know. Because, like, they got back together and I think that they were so happy yeah. Like, they were in a little love bubble, you yeah. know, like, when you first start dating someone yeah. and it's all going super well. And he seemed to really care and he was so patient with her um, a lot of the time. Like, it really worked this time around in the yeah. way that it hadn't last season. Yeah. And, obviously, she let Billy come in and, and ruin, ruin that. Yeah. And there was no real coming back from that. No. Because she just treated him appallingly after the fact. Yeah. There was no sound. Really did it. not care. And then, and then she actually did get greg to a place that he was willing to have a coffee and talk and she sabotaged that as well by being like actually i want to date the escort and it's just like and okay i'm not saying you have to force yourself to want to date someone you don't actually want to date but it's like but this goes to show that you you think you know what you need but when you get it it's not what you need and then you're just like fuck yeah what do i need like and i think this is why she's so lost yeah because it's not solving the problem no like mr perfect ostensibly was there on a plate yeah and actually it's mr ticks all the boxes yeah. was right there in front of you and willing to give you a third chance mm. like and you like just yeah like it's rejected it yeah and so, you know, one tells me that that means that, you know, you perhaps need to look elsewhere. Exactly. Um, in terms of her friendships this year, um, so obviously Renee um, has been a, continues to be a big part of her life. Um, I think she's not necessarily always been like the best friend to Renee. No. Um, well, I, I think she, there was, um, We'll, we'll talk about Renee's sort of character arcs this season as when we get to her. But I, I'm thinking in terms of Ali's point of view to Renee. Renee is probably the only one that actually has, re- as we've said, realised that Ali um, has needed some more substantial help. Yeah. Like she's got some issues at the end of the season. And yes. it's only because of Renee that other people have are aware. aware. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Um, and she has been kind of... Um, Patient with Ali. Yes. Ever patient. Ever, forever <laughs> patient for the same. Yeah, completely. Um, 
but I haven't seen um, much reciprocation the other way round. Uh, other than to uh, plant, um, you know, the idea in Renee's head that it would be a good idea for her to go for it with Matt. Oh, God, yeah. That, so giving her so terrible advice so that Renee can give her the terrible yeah. advice back. I know. Yeah, that was, like, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> terrible all round. Yeah. Um, her friendship with Georgia... Oh, that's it's just imploded a now. Dive. Yeah. Just absolutely imploded because of what happened with you Billy. Understandably, yeah. But since that happened, and since she tried to, uh, well, she had it out with her, and they had their big fight in the yeah. unisex. Yeah, uh, where everyone got involved. Everyone got involved. Um, because Georgia kept um, being mean to Ali, and Ali was like, oh, "I've had enough," and it's like, "It's been a week." It's been enough. Just like that. <laughs> That's fizzled out. Like, George is yeah. not doing that anymore. No. But they're not friends. No. We haven't seen any kind of... I mean, I think the friendliest we've seen it is when Billy and Georgia turned up for Ali's pretend... Yes. Uh, like, birthday party for John Cage John, to yeah. make Greg jealous. Jealous, yeah. Like, they seemed pretty, like... Not, like, pally-pally, but, like, civil. Yes. In that scenario. Yes. Um, Happy to sit at a table with other friends. Yeah. And her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know how close they will get in the future. I can't remember. I can't remember either. So, yeah. But it, it makes me sad to see that because um, they they had such a nice friendship. They did, but then you know Ali found out the truth. Like you know, which Georgia was in a shitty position. That, that was wasn't all Georgia's Billy. Fault. Yeah, yeah, that was all Billy. And then Ali kissed her husband. So what do you expect? You Everyone's can't... made bad choices. Yeah, and 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 then Ali just refused to Sign like up. assume any kind of guilt for that. Like, yeah. which obviously is going to make you furious. Which is obviously what it did to to Georgia. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I I can't remember what happens with them next but this is like an all-time low for for them um (laughs) her friendship with john's been interesting this season because um at one point it got semi-romantic when john just kissed her out of nowhere well when nell was just like oh maybe ali is your one like kind of thing and he's like Hmm, is she? And it's like, no, John, you've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and that was mainly, I feel that was like just mainly planted by Nell because Nell's always been insecure about their friendship. Yeah. Um, but other than that, they had, their friendship was going well until the very end of this season when John just yeah. came out with all that bullshit I know. to her, which... I think we could probably dig into his motivations or what we think might be behind that when we talk about John. But I think from Ali's perspective, I'd be feeling pretty low about my friendship with John. And I think probably thinking about all the friendships that she had had last year, a lot of them have kind of disappeared or had to to implode for whatever reason. Like Georgia, John... Um, Renee, she's friends with, like, that's still there. That's, yeah, but consistent. she hasn't really got, like, a massive friendship with Richard. No. Elaine. I think Elaine's gotten yes. stronger. I, I think, think that's 
like gotten firm foundations now. Yes, but I don't think she's someone that she would turn to when she's feeling. I think Elaine would go to her and be like, "Are you okay? You can talk to me." Yeah. Um, but I don't think Annie feels comfortable sharing what she's going through now with anyone really. Yeah. Maybe Renee. Yeah. Um, so I don't think Elaine's friendship is necessarily gonna help her come right through now. this. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you in that it's it's certainly on much better ground than it was yeah. last. Like as in Ali's actually seeing Elaine as a friend yes, in a exactly. way that she absolutely didn't. No. Um, and she really helped her this um, season with things like the swing dance competition. Yeah. Like she didn't make that all about her. No, but she did um, <laughs> go about helping her in a really problematic way, acting as if Elaine was, like, pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she kept... What I liked about that is um, she kept self-checking herself. Uh, when she did that, she would be like, oh, no, 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 but actually, yeah, we need to help you. Um, well, I think, like, I think Elaine is a lot more comfortable actually Calling telling yeah. Ali off yeah and being yeah. like you're being a snob yeah you you're looking down on me yeah you I know you think you're my friend but friends don't do that yeah yeah <laughs> FYI. yeah 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 no, you're right. um so so it's nice to see and it was nice to see her invite her for Thanksgiving and things yes. like that so that was nice yeah um I also think um would you say that Ali has a friendship with Ling I think they could... I think we're seeing groundwork being laid for them eventually being friends, potentially. I think there's potential there. I don't think they're there yet. No, but it's interesting what the, what you... To think about what the barrier to that friendship might be, because to me... Lingus kind of jumps in every time Ali seems to need something yeah. and tried to help. Yeah. Like, whether that was with the blimp. <laughs> <laughs> Which was wild. Instilling um, her faith in God. <laughs> yeah. Or whether it was with, like, the escort service or doing her hair or... Um, uh, what else has she done recently? She has jumped in and said, can I help you with X, Y, Z... Um, whatever it is um, and she doesn't have to do that like also the Elaine being Elaine's partner yeah, as well swing dance um, yeah it's funny how I'm always wondering like I think that I think we'll come on to this when we talk about Ling but I guess from Ali's perspective like I feel like uh, is she recognising that Ling's like been very kind to her a lot of the time. I don't think she has. I think she's seen Ling as very useful. Yes. To her. Yeah. I'm not sure that she sees it as an act of kindness yet. Yeah. Because Ling, on the face of it, although sometimes a lot of the t- stuff that she does do is kind, it's also... She's not got, like, a kind personal brand. Do you know what well, I mean? She I, hides I, it behind this, like... Business like yeah, well, she's just very kind of blunt, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, like, and I, I think, yeah, she's not a direct, fluffy, personable. Yeah. like she isn't interested in kind of small talk. Almost yeah. like she's just like, okay, so what are we here for? Okay, right, cool. Yeah, like she's not very into, 
yeah, like, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, I think, yeah, as a result, like, you know, Elaine bats around the word vicious or, yeah. and all that kind of thing. And it's like, she's not vicious. No. She's, she's direct. Just direct yeah. and assertive. And, yeah, she doesn't do small talk. Like yeah. That. Yeah. So, I think, as a result, they they don't necessarily see the acts of kindness as, yeah. as what they are. And from Ling to Nell, I would say that Ali and Nell do not have any kind of friendship bones between them. Not really, no. Um, and I think that's probably for good reason in that I feel like that's Ali's fault. Yeah. Ali has, was very mean to yeah. Nell and led a lot of the mean girls bullshit Stuff. that dominated so much of the first Beginning, half yeah. of the season. Um, so I would be extremely shocked if they somehow managed to get over that and become yeah. pals. Like, yeah. I can't see it happening and I can't remember if it happens. No, I can't. But, I mean, especially because they share, like, close relationships, though indifferent in nature, with John. Mm. There's There's that as well. So they're not inclined to... It doesn't... Yeah, it feels like it's unlikely that it, they're going to get close. No. Um, which is kind of sad, because I feel like, why, like... I just don't understand why Ali was so bitchy to her right from the off. Like, what do you think that was behind that? Just jealousy? Because she's another smart, confident, together woman? Yeah. I think it, it's just... It's just the way David E. Kelly chose to write the female interactions between these women yeah. in a workplace. Yeah. Like, the, all the women would just get immediately jealous because here's this beautiful woman with long blonde hair who's really smart, who does her job really well. But also she rejects so much of what Ali's values are. Like, yes. the ultimate end game is to settle down, have kids... Yeah, like, and Nell's like, no, I yeah, don't like, I don't connect with that. I at want all. to be um, smart, career driven, and successful. Yeah, if I happen to meet someone who I like to spend my life with whilst I'm doing that, then brilliant. Right. But yeah, it's not something that I'm focused on. Yeah, and I think Ali just sees that as a just a personal criticism. The fact that yeah. that exists yeah. in a someone, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. So, so that's. Ali. Moving on to Georgia. Would you shut up? How do we feel about her arc this season? <sighs> I feel sorry for her. Like, you know, we... At the beginning, she's very... She's just used as a mean girl. Yes. Like, mean girl Being number two. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that is her character yeah. for a lot of the beginning episodes. She didn't episodes. have a lot to do. She had nothing to do other than being yeah. mean to Ling and now. Yeah. Like, that was her... And to sort of be on Billy's arm every once in a while and dance with Billy at the bar. Like, yeah. that was literally her function. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like really early on in the season is like is all she's used for and yeah. then we have this episode where like her old flame just like, through yeah like comes into her life again yeah and she ends up sort of very clearly tempted 
by the idea of yeah. like finding out what if with this well, guy. Well, why wouldn't you be? Exactly. You're married to Billy. I know. That doesn't happen, which I was very sad about. <laughs> but, then... but it's because she's very, very loyal. <laughs> yes. To people she cares about yes. and she cares about Billy she's decided to marry Billy she wouldn't as David said who was our guest on that episode mm. she wouldn't just throw that away for a fleeting feeling she yeah. would have to think long and hard before she, and she, would she, have, she would have broken up with Billy before she'd before done anything she did it. yes so then after that she then after resisting temptation on her side for then Billy. gets this slap in the face yeah from Billy blurting out in her office at the end of the day yeah. that he's kissed Ali. Yeah. And, but it's been really hard for him. So, you know, like, it's not, it's not, you know, um, you know didn't say sorry. No. Like, it was complete, yeah. terrible way of telling her. Yeah. And then has Ali, like, coming into our office, wanging on about, well, I guess we'll always love each other. <laughs> it's just like, who gives a shit? Me, I do not give a shit no, about your eternal away. flame for my husband. <laughs> Please <laughs> leave. Fucking lunatic. <laughs> and then she decides to go to therapy to kind of work through it. Eventually, that I guess that at some point turned into couples therapy with Billy. <laughs> Because I don't get the sense that she... Um, I get the sense that from this, what we saw with Rosie O'Donnell being their therapist, she'd started seeing Georgia first because she was very clearly on Georgia's side. Oh, yeah. And then Billy had been brought in and then eventually Ali as well. Yes. Um, so what do you think happened in between Billy telling Georgia that they kissed and then us seeing some of that therapy do you think that because didn't she say she wanted to separate for a while did georgia say yes do you think that meant billy moved out no i reckon he just was in the spare room he was in the spare room or on the sofa okay that's hard yeah so yeah so but if so that's interesting because if you think about the fact that georgia I think what she did in the immediate aftermath of the kiss was absolutely, like, one of the best ways of handling it. Mm. Just, like, we're separated. I need to figure out if I even want to be with you again. Ali can fuck off, as far as I'm concerned. Not interested in her whining about the lumps that she cannot take from me. I'm going to therapy to figure out how I feel about this. Yeah. Then she figured out through therapy that she felt like maybe she wanted to try and work on it with Billy, as is her right. Yes. Billy comes in, they have some therapy, Annie comes in, breaks their therapist. <laughs> but then she let... This is the bit that upsets me, because up until then I was, like, on board with yeah. George's actions. But until... Um, but then she lets Billy talk her into Leaving not having the therapy. therapy. Yeah. And then she ends up having this kind of actually I'm really hot I'm gonna dress sexy and fucking Billy in a toilet and I'm like why can't she just leave him I know like she's their marriage is not healthy he has some very questionable ideas about what it means to be husband and wife and what that gives him the right to do and say so why he's not behaved well no he's not shown that he really loves you no that much no so why is she with him and the only reason i can think of is because she's got no voice in her life telling her that this is bullshit and she can leave yeah i know i also wonder whether it's a bit of a 
like I feel like her actions towards the end of the season in regards to her trying on these new like looks from Ling not being a corporate dressy yeah thing. like <laughs> she's wearing these tight black dresses that look amazing on she her she looks great and all this kind of like fucking in the unisex fucking in the office like all of that like I wonder whether it is like she feels like she needs to regain a sense of pride well no pride like like earning back esteem esteem yeah yeah because it will be crushed yes if you're cheated on yes and, and I'm all for her doing that. What I'm not all for is her just sucking up Billy's reaction to it. Which she doesn't suck up and, like, kowtow to it, for sure. Yeah. She, like, gives as good as she gets when he's, like, taken off or whatever. But she doesn't but she, challenge the idea behind no. what he's what he's saying. And she stays with him. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, don't stay with him. No, I know. So I don't like the place that she ends up in. no. I don't think it's great. No. They haven't addressed anything in their marriage on the back of the kiss. Not really. She's just, like, I think been worn down and been like, I guess it's easier to stay together than it is to get divorced, which is not a reason to stay with someone. No, not at all. So, I'm sad for Georgia. Definitely. Richard. Next on my list. (laughs) Next up, Allie, what's with the big kiss? Case. Bye, guys. This has just been the season of Richard trying to get laid by Lynn, basically. <laughs> That's been his character arc, which he succeeds sure. at at yes. the end. Well done. Kudos. How do you feel <laughs> about his relationship with Ling? It's not great. It's not like... I mean, I don't think either of them are particularly... I've got great values or, you know, um, even though they probably meet, like, they, they match in regards to, like, they're both really into money. Because <laughs> it's interesting, when I, I actually listened back to our season one wrap-up before we recorded this. Yeah. Just because I, A, wanted to remember how we did this, <laughs> and B, see what we'd said at the end of season one. Yeah. And we were talking about Richard and how we'd seen quite a, a little bit of a peek um, into his kind of uh, history um, and, like, uh, background before Ooh. the show actually starts. And in terms of his relationship with his parents and his father in particular... And the fact that he only really shares that vulnerable side of him with Whipper. Yeah. Now, obviously, we, by the end of the season one, were like, him and Whipper are not a good relationship. No. They shouldn't be together. They're only causing each other pain. So yeah. I don't think he should be with Whipper. But it's it's just quite interesting that he's gone from this relationship with Whipper, which was a long-term relationship, that was he was able to open up and be quite Intimate. vulnerable with her emotionally mm. to something that is very, as far as I can tell, shallow. And superficial. And superficial. Like, he's not... We've not ever seen him be vulnerable with Ling. And I don't think we've ever seen Ling be vulnerable with him. No. Which is a warning flag to me that their relationship is not made for the long haul because he has a lot to get vulnerable about behind that bravado. Yeah. He is a scared 
boy yeah. deep down. Yeah. And actually, I don't think this relationship is the key to no, emotional fulfilment. No, because thus far it's just been a relationship of games. Yes. Of like, you know... Uh, Which, don't get me wrong, is enjoyable if that's all you're after. But yeah. I don't think that is all Richard's no, after. No, I, uh, though this is the thing about Richard, is that he will walk around pretending he's something he's not well quite you know he's quite you know that is something tied up in a lot of toxic masculinity yes. in terms of like one of the best things i ever heard is uh the problem with masculinity is that it walks around acting like it's invulnerable when it's not right it it's all a show and that is very much Richard, as he is all show. Yeah. And I think Ling is potentially all show too. Yes, I think she And I think is. Yeah. This, is, this is just one showman meeting another showman, and they're not actually getting beyond what they present to the world. No. The outside world. They're, they're not getting beyond that at yeah. the moment with each other. And it'll be interesting to see... Because at the moment, it seems to be working for them. Like, they're not... um, Neither of them seem unhappy with the relationship. No, but I feel like... Maybe if they're both in the same place at the moment, the fact that that's all they think they want is surface for now. Works for them. But But at one point, one or the other of them is going to... I think one of them's going to get bored. Yeah. I think they're going to get bored eventually. Yeah. Because... If that can only eat. nourish you so far. Yeah. It's like a bit like eating ice cream forever and then being like, at some point I do need some vegetables and I'm not going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got rickets. <laughs> got like, emotional rickets. You can only do that for so long before your, you know, your body will tell you yeah. this isn't enough. You know? Yeah. I think at some point if they don't, yeah, if they don't deign to go any deeper than this, yeah. they're going to get bored with each and other. And I'm quite interested to see what happens first, whether they get bored or whether they start opening up. Yes, yeah, because um, I can't remember. Richard as a boss... Ooh, this, terrible. Uh, he hasn't improved, has he? <laughs> no. Like, he has been absolutely atrocious in terms of running the firm no. this year. Hiring people based on... <laughs> wanting to sleep, sleep with, with them. them. And also, why did he hire Nell? Because she was a good attorney and okay. John may want to sleep from her. Yeah, yeah, he said he wanted to cover her from afar. afar. Really I not mean, guys. <laughs> Come on. I mean, he hasn't had any sort of disgruntled personnel issues this season, no, but that's more no. by luck than judgment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, Renee. Hey, kids. Leave me alone with Greggy and I might start saying it. Her arc has been interesting in a way. We have seen a bit more of her backstory this season. Yeah, with Matt. Matt. Um, so her fling with Matt has been... Um, I think that's probably the only real storyline we've had for yeah, her. Yeah, other than that, she's been very much like background or just, you just know... Supporting character. Supporting Ali in her stories. <laughs> which, is a, which is a shame because there was a lot of stuff to dig into with the Matt storyline, but we only but really got is, like a couple of episodes of it. But this is like classic black best friend right. trope. Yeah, exactly. Like this is often what happens to the black best friend yeah. in, in you know, stories, especially at this time, if not, you know, later on. Yeah. Um, 
uh, it still continues to be an issue yeah. in film and TV. Yes. Um, so, yeah, she gets one storyline over a few episodes and then she's back to being supporting. She did get a little... I mean, do you want to talk about her relationship with Matt? Well, it's just it's just framed as Renee's got a Billy. Yeah. So it's like exploring that kind of relationship again, but not through Ali and Billy. Yes. Um, well, slightly different in that he came to her wanting to get with her, mm. claiming that he was separated, but they weren't. Secretly. And she also was pregnant. wife was pregnant. Um, so, bit different, um, but yeah, similar. Similar, similar kind of setup. Kind of setup. Yeah. And just like it was interesting if only to you know see the advice Ali gives Renee well quite terrible advice. exactly um but she also had after that a miniature fling with John yeah which was i think purely to demonstrate the power of this knee pit device that they'd come up with. Yeah, and you know what? The more... I, it, It's one of those things where um, it's a flaw in the way I watch the episodes in, like, preparation for recording. Yeah. In terms of uh, sometimes I'll often have to watch an episode in, like, two halves. Right. Like, one half one evening, the other yeah. half another evening. So not very often do I watch the whole episode as a whole. Right. And it occurred to me after... When I was editing the episode where that happens, where he does the knee pit thing every day, it occurred to me that that's the same episode that we've got him doing this horrible racial abuse in the courtroom against a black woman. Yeah. And then he's on a date with a black woman, like, and, you know, asserting his, you know, sexual competency over, you know, who, uh, a character that is portrayed as being, you know, the sexually aggressive black woman. Yeah. And it was just like, it just made the whole thing even more icky. Yeah. I was just like, and it was only after the fact, after we'd recorded, I was editing that episode together. I was like, Oh my god, like this is this is making me feel even more icky yeah. about the whole thing. Yeah. And I was just like, if Renee had known about known about that stunt occurring in yeah. court, would, would she, she have agreed yeah. to go on a date with him? Yeah. I'm not sure that she would have. No. It was not nice at all. No. And I I did think the Renee and John couple of dates that they went on was bizarre. Yeah. Like really I odd. didn't really buy it. Yeah. In the slightest. It was more just so that John could practice his knee pit before he got back with Nell. I know. Like, weird. Mm, yeah. Um, so if you're Renee and you have just completed another year living with Ali, <laughs> how do you think the year's gone for you? <laughs> I think you deserve a, or rather, I deserve a week's uh, retreat at a spa without <laughs> Ali. <laughs> beginning of the season in that they held a party yeah which yeah, you know yeah. they fine. had a ball she was dating that weird guy oh was it ben 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 who came out of nowhere and then, and then disappeared, disappeared. <laughs> don't understand that don't know anything he was about introduced that. 
oddly yeah uh, and like disappeared just as weirdly yeah um but yeah like they had that fun party where Annie made a fruit swan um <laughs> love that fruit swan <laughs> <laughs> and they all did karaoke around yes. the light bulb yeah um but yeah but ended pretty sadly in terms of Renee's now living with someone who's having a mental breakdown and I don't know I'd how I'm feeling quite scared frankly I'd, I'd be yeah. feeling um scared for Ali, scared for myself, because I, I don't know... I mean, it's a bit different these days because I think there's a lot of more information and mental health is far more of a discussed topic. Yeah. So I think there'd be the ability... You know, if I was living with a roommate who was going through something similar, I'd feel a bit more equipped to find out Remember how it. to get help yeah. if I didn't know already. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Renee, the internet was in its infancy back then. I just don't think she would have had the same idea of how to go about helping Ali. Yeah, she's kind of flying blind. And clearly because her best idea has been go to Cajun the nut shops at Cajun Yeah, Fish. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, figure, and figure that they can help when obviously that's not useful in the slightest. Yeah. Um, so, and then her second best idea was let's just date yeah. everyone. Yeah. So, bless her, she's trying. Yeah. But I don't think she really knows what she's doing. No. And I think that would be quite a scary position to be in because it's clearly not working. No. Sally. Exactly. Yeah, poor Renee. Yeah. So, Elaine. Ali, these came from Greg. I opened the card to see if there are any special watering instructions. Elaine. How do we feel Elaine's year has gone? Um, well, I feel like better than last year. I feel like people are taking things out on Elaine less than they were in the first I mean, I guess year. in terms of her relationships at Cajun Fish, yes. But I would say she's had a pretty up and down year in terms of she was with a guy who she really liked. Oh, George. George. Of course, yeah. And then Ali proved oh, that. Oh. But that... I think George ruined George that. George ruined that, yeah. I don't think that you can put the blame at No, anymore. okay, that's fair. George George ruined that. Yeah. But that would have been difficult for her to get over, yeah. I think. Also, she had great success with the face bra, finally got oh the infomercial God, thanks yeah. to Ling's investment, and then her family come out the woodwork and basically all admit Same that they fucking hate her. That they don't trust us. Yeah. Yeah. And how difficult was that? And that interview she did on cable was absolutely heartbreaking when he was asking about how people are pleased for her her friends and her family and she almost couldn't didn't couldn't answer it because yeah actually were they yeah like the state of it at the time yeah oh yeah and that was really sad Super for sad. her my heart went out for her yeah but I mean, I guess her, as we've said, her a relationship with Ali's come on in leaps and bounds. Mm. And actually, it's been really nice to see her bury the hatchet with Ling. Yes. Who knew swing dancing have the power? I actually, <laughs> feel, yeah, no, but I feel like she has the potential to be kind of closer to Ling than Ali can be For closer sure. to Ling. Well, I actually think they're cut from the same entrepreneurial cloth. Yes. Like. Elaine's constantly coming up with business She's ideas. She's the ideas lady. And Ling's constantly making businesses. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. actually, they've, they've got very they, similar brains. Yeah. Well, and very complementary. Yeah. Brains, should yeah. we say. <laughs> Minds. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I actually, it's been nice to see them work together rather than work against each other. Yeah, because at the beginning, it was just like awful. Yeah. Elaine was also in well, on I the mean girl stuff. I feel like Elaine was copying... 
Georgia and Ali, because they took against Nell mostly from the start. Um, they were really upset about the fact that Nell deigned to grace this office with her presence mm. because she was so capable and they just saw her as like, they were just jealous of her for various reasons. And I feel like Elaine couldn't focus her attention as much on Nell because they're not peers in the same way that like Nell, Ali, Georgia are all lawyers. And so there's that rivalry there whereas Ling originally was introduced not as a lawyer but just as like some Joe Schmo on the crowd she was a customer a client yeah yeah but that doesn't that doesn't she wasn't a lawyer so she wasn't like that step above that Ling would be like oh we've got to compete with her like Ling's got no designs on being a lawyer so so I think she was just kind of like well, who's on my level? I guess Ling is the one that I go for. And she was just sort of doing a mini Mean Girls version of what she saw Georgia and Ali doing, but directing it at Ling. Yeah, I think you give her a bit too much, like, letting her off a little bit um, with being like, oh, she's just copying, like, what the other girls are doing. I, I think I, she is, because she wanted to be friends with Georgia and Ali. She's desperate to be friends with Georgia yeah, and Ali. Yeah, I know, but I think that lets, uh, lets her off the hook a little bit. I think... I don't mean we should let her off the hook. No, I don't think we should. I think it was still nasty, the way she was treating Lane. Oh, for sure. Um, No, I don't mean it in that way. I just mean that a lot of it was probably like... I don't think that people who get... Who take their cue from, like, a leader of a gang are in any way less culpable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you still have your own brain. Yeah, like, you're not powerless against... But, But... just because that was the reason she's doing it doesn't mean that it's like less of a crime like, yeah it's still no. bad yeah like, you don't yeah. have to be doing that because no. you're like i want to fit in with the cool girls exactly yeah exactly so yeah but like we say maybe i mean when did that start to change was it it was the swing dancing was it the swing dancing yeah because that's quite late in the day isn't yeah, it for yeah sure. So, yeah. But it's nice to see, like, it seems to all that, like, bullcrap has been put to bed since then. I it hope appears so. so. Not between Nell and the others, but... No, but, but Ling, Ling and Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. yeah. Um, talking of Nell... And the next time she comes into your office looking for emotional support, I-, I would like you to ask her to leave. Through the window. How do you think her year has been? She's clearly joined a new firm. Yeah. But do you think she regrets it? <laughs> Um, I don't think she does. I think now has like strong performance all the way through, and then like sloppy ending. <laughs> like she's really let herself down on the dismount. You know <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like I feel like she was like easily one of our new favorite characters, like from the get go. But then, yeah, towards the end with the with the whole thing about, and with the court case, with the um, uh, mother uh, wanting to be made partner and and oh, yeah. all that kind of mothers shouldn't expect yeah. special treatment yeah. and all this kind of thing. Yeah. That was a bit of a letdown in regards yeah. to Nell's views on that. And then right at the end where we have Nell being unforgivably cruel 
to yeah. John yeah. and not even properly apologising for it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, now you let yourself down. To me, though, <laughs> that says not that she is... I don't think she's naturally a mean person. Uh, that's not her first instinct. I think she's she's very secure... Well, actually, no, she isn't because I think she's very she's good. Not. She's I think good she's very good up. at looking at, at put, giving the impression that she's very secure. I think she's human. I think she has had to. If you look at when she joined Cage and Fish, she's basically had an entire year of continued hostility from the women. Yes, firm. yeah, like bullying. that has not let up. Bullying, and that is difficult to get through as yes. someone who was bullied as a kid. So yeah, like, you have to have a really strong mental health to be able to get through that the other side without it impacting you too much um, yeah. but she's only human like, only so it can only go can so go. far she can go and she let her her upset and her dislike of Ali and her jealousy of that get the better of her and went to a nasty place and and threw it at the wrong person yes exactly threw it at John exactly and she didn't apologise for it and that is bad as well but I so I'm not saying that all of that is um, forgivable as such but I'm just saying I can understand how she got there because she's gone through a lot a lot this season yeah and actually I would say you know if she hadn't been pushed that far for the most part her natural instinct is to be kind to people because up until that point She'd been nothing but kind to people. She was so good to John. She his... she had been like she had like the odd like barb like that. But remember? only in response to stuff being shitting on her. Completely yeah. is in no way uh, balanced. Wise, no, it's it's not like well she's thrown as much and as much shit as them as they have at her. No, absolutely not. Yeah, like she's only sent like one or two, whereas theirs has been like a like a campaign yeah. of hate. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> you know an organised campaign. Yeah, exactly. So I absolutely forgive her any kind of mean girl moments. Yeah. towards them because again, she's just human. Yeah, and <laughs> they fucking. Deserve deserve it yeah but it's it yeah i was really let down by her just cruelty yeah towards john in that moment yeah and and i think it it was a real shame it it, was a shame but i i yeah i i i I get your point of like you know she's been through a lot this season and held her head high the entire time and like we all have moments of being a fucking silly twat yeah you know yeah completely yeah she is a complete twat (laughs) yeah Uh, the, the other thing that i'm mad about um, other than the fact that they painted her as sub-zero now, which made no sense no, to any didn't. of us, because no. she was not in any way sub-zero right until that moment with yeah. the, the, the cruelty over John. The other thing that I was annoyed that the show did was, like, just made her boo-hoo over having divorced parents because oh, yeah. she said that she didn't <laughs> want kids. Like... We can't have a woman on this show not want children without there being a deep, tragic backstory behind it. Like, that was annoying. Who hurt you now? So, so irritating. There was no need for that. No, Because it happened and then it just went away. Yeah. Like, it was just one tiny scene at the end of one episode. Completely and it was ridiculous. like, why was yeah. that necessary? It wasn't. Her relationship with John, what do you think about that? Um, I think, on the whole, it's very sweet. Yes. 
I think I think she genuinely cares for him. Yeah, I think it's definitely had its problems. Like, you know, but from the very beginning, she was very, like, charmed by John. Yes. And was interested in pursuing something with him. Yes. And, you know, really clearly went out of her way to, you know, like, things like with Stefan and Yeah, and Stefan, like she was Millie. so good with Stefan, yeah. given that she's terrified of frogs. frogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just, she bought him Millie yeah. and, like all this I just think it was like uber sweet and endearing which is why I was so harsh on John when he like abandoned her in her office in her underwear yeah yeah. I was so annoyed at him because I was like I feel like you've not seen her for the you know person she is yeah like you've really objectified her and not seen her as a proper human being with her own feelings he doesn't realize that she just because on the face of it she's like this amazing beautiful successful woman why would she ever want me doesn't mean that she's not insecure too yeah and that you have to a responsibility if you want to be her partner to make her feel secure yeah she's clearly got insecurities because she sees that on some deep emotional level he connects way more with Ali than he will ever do with her because she's never going to get the kooky she's not that she's not got that in her personality she's never going to understand that and And that is her weakness like that's her Achilles heel no it's weird because the show tries to introduce some kooky with her do you remember that episode where she's got like sunglasses painted onto her face oh like the cocoon yeah. <laughs> like, so yes, that was that so you never explained she lost a bet there I That's don't not, understand I don't what that was at all it's never explained I hope that and I wondered whether it was David E. Kelly being like see now fits in with the kookiness here too like I don't know and it, but then it's like abandoned yeah and it's just like okay that was weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't understand that in the slightest. It's but so yeah, odd. I, I feel like she she has a genuine, you know, affection for John. It's by the end, she has said, I am falling in love with you. Yes. Which was, re- yeah. I mean, I think the fact that John realised what, like, a stupid boy he'd been. <laughs> like, let's try again. Yeah. And she was willing to give him that chance. Yeah. And, like, you know, by the time you're getting to the episode where they actually do, like, have sex and stuff. Yeah. Like, you are like, well done, guys. Yeah. We're together. Really important. It was really nice. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So, I'm, I'm happy about their relationship in a way that I'm not about Richard and Ling's. Like, I'm not unhappy about Richard and Ling's. Like, fine if it's making both of them happy, which yeah, it appears to be. it appears but to be. their, Nell and John's relationship it appears to be built on, like, real... Stunner kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, like, real, like, yeah. substance yeah. in a way that I don't think Ling and Richard... Because they've been vulnerable with each other. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, completely. So, Ling. Look at me. Is my face not flawless? Ling, yeah, full of so, surprises. Never know what she's going to come out with. Never next. know what new talent or old talent or talent she's always had is going to like rear its head. Yeah, from mud wrestling to being a lawyer <laughs> to beauty, beauty, haircuts, yeah, uh, swing dancing, swing dancing. There's literally nothing. Frog catching. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like. I feel I, it's interesting actually because when she like initially came in, I was like, 
Oh, wow. Does she have anxiety? Because do you remember she came in, she was like, new places, new people make yes. me anxious. Yeah, and yeah, 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 And being, and I was like, oh, does she have anxiety? But that appears to have, like, gone. I don't think she, you know, it, that doesn't appear to be a major aspect of her no, personality. No, you've not mentioned that since. since. Yeah. But, like, interesting everyone was very mean to her yes and i've not seen her get insecure about it in the same way that nell has shown some cracks of insecurity well possible i mean i wonder what no i don't think she's ever expressed it but i do wonder whether her like acts of helping people kindness yeah, yeah like whether that is all in an effort to, you know, ingratiate herself to... Um, yeah, but she puts that... it with this front of, like, uh, like bravado, much like Richard. Yes. To protect herself from yeah. them rejecting that. Yeah. Being like, well, I didn't even That's care true. anyway. I might have bought you a blimp, but fuck it. Like, I didn't care. <laughs> well, she doesn't... That, I mean, that is not even recognised. No, I know, but, show. like... Uh, that's just an example. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't even want to anyway. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, so why are you offering if you don't want yeah. to do it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. Um, I think... How do you feel about... One thing that I think is very, very interesting about her relationship with Richard is their major argument has been her lack of sex drive. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's a lack of sex drive because she does really enjoy the knee pit and the finger licking. Finger licking good. She just doesn't want to have sex, which I think is a interesting thing to bring up. Yeah, I don't. I don't really As know. As a character to, trait, yeah, I don't really know what to make of that. Like, I'm not sure. Do you think she was just withholding it as a game, as like a mind power Possibly. trick game with Richard, and she actually does like sex? She just yeah. doesn't want to give it to him too easily yeah yeah i i possibly yeah i think it'll be interesting to see like next season now that they've had sex so much like sex. yeah all uh, in one go uh, all in one go like the marabou is damp <laughs> <laughs> it will not recover from this <laughs> um like i feel like it will be interesting to see where their relationship goes next because yes. now she's given him the thing yeah. that he's been chasing this yes. entire time. Yes. And I wonder whether she's going to feel like, I've lost the power or something yeah. like that. Because it's like, it's not a sign of a healthy relationship where you're constantly like begging, one begging the other for yes. sex. Yeah. Like, ideally you're on the same page when it comes to sex. Yeah. I- ideally, yeah. And having a dialogue about it so that, you know, you're both, understand what you know understand where the other one's at yeah happy with that yeah completely yeah not using it as like power games power games yeah and i feel because she yeah she she likes to paint it as you know i don't crave it i don't crave it and also i'm so good at fucking good at it that it's gonna be too much for you to handle dominate our relationship from now on and it's just like that doesn't appear to be <laughs> the case. Well, like, certainly it appears to be that Richard, with the help of a little blue pill, can give as much as he gets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If not more. Yeah. I feel like this whole introduction of the knee pit thing... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. ...is, is just very... 
I find it upsetting. Well, I think it's a real, you know, male fantasy. Yeah. That there's this little trick that is Have really... women literally weak at the knees. Literally weak at the knees. Like, the most sexually, you know, jaded or most sexually... Uh, experienced women will be begging yeah. for your touch. Yeah. It's really simple. Any man can do it. Even a nerd like John Cage yeah. can bring <laughs> Renee, like a true sex goddess, to like her <laughs> bring his head to her bosom over yeah. it. Like, yeah. it's just really, it feels like proper a male fantasy. In that, cell porn. That, yeah, that this would. <laughs> That, that this is a thing. This is a thing that can shut women up. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. It's really... It's problematic. Strange. Oh, the moon is really yellow. Oh, the moon. Are you sure it's not a light? No, it's the moon. Okay. <laughs> I know what the moon is. <laughs> I am the moon. I am the moon. When you are the moon. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, and the fact that, like we said, we do think it is code for, you know, fingering a woman. And- if it's that, if you read it like that, it actually, all the scenes with it in are so problematic because they just go for it without, like, asking a yeah. lot of the time. In the middle like, of the office. Like, they just stick <laughs> your finger in my knee pit without asking. <laughs> Please. I'm trying to do my job. My knees are trying to do their job. a bar, you know, like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. No. Um, on that note, John. What is she seeing me? I'm a love machine, baby. That's what she sees. L-O-V-E machine. Sticking his fingers in knee pits. Uh, yeah, how has his year gone? Well, for some reason, he's become super problematic. Yeah, I would say the first... Like, a lot of this season, his arc has been around getting together with Nell. Mm. Fine. Um, but he also had that storyline at the beginning about Stefan yeah. and all the drama around yeah. that. Stefan which drama. Which was hugely hilarious and sad at the same time. Yes. Um, he's also had that little dalliance with Renee. And then he also, then there was that, the change moment when he had his birthday. Yes. And that, I think, has been the turning point for some him just being a bit of a dick in the back yeah. third of the season like with women with racism with Ali yeah. like where has really all that weird. come from really weird what do you think's behind it <laughs> David E. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> that can't be your answer for everything I mean I know it is the answer for everything but yeah like I just don't understand it just feels like a really odd narrative choice well I think it, sort of come I think of- it 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 ties into again like toxic masculinity like basically the change is him becoming more of a you know more of a man's man rather than like the introverted nerd yeah and that means being bold and taking what you want and doing what you want and and being racist (laughs) like uh, it just yeah like i think he's buying into a, a little bit of you know a toxic message when it comes to what it means to be a man yes i feel like that's what it do you it think is. that's building to him having some kind of comeuppance like someone taking him down a few pegs or do you think that I we won't know. see any more of this in season three I, who knows i can't remember yeah i mean i wonder whether 
if he's with Nell, he might, like, calm down a little bit. <laughs> like, I hope so. Yeah. And if any of that does rear, she'll kind of say something. Be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, he's really came out with some doozies in the yeah, last third. completely. And I didn't like that. It felt very out of character. Yeah. And I know turning 35, lol, because he's clearly not 35, um, like... <laughs> I know getting older can play havoc with people's because like ageism is real and we've all been conditioned to think that turning older is a bad thing and our life is slipping away from us but that doesn't mean that you've got an excuse for suddenly reversing key aspects of your personality (laughs) so Billy I don't like this conversation and I don't like being lumped into some male Neanderthal group maybe next time I'll start walking around with speedos to get some individuality it's the final character we have to discuss. Do we? <laughs> yes. What's been his journey this year? From dick to dicker to dickest. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been... He was kind of in the background a lot in the beginning of the season. Like, I don't feel like... Other than... Um, his big like tantrum at the party where he stood up and was like I've had it with you women (laughs) other than that he was quite in the background for a long time he had a bit more to do when Happy Boyle died because he kind of went into a bit of a started well we started getting backstory about him and his father like anyone gives a shit (laughs) But it's true. We really don't. <laughs> we, yeah, we did get a little bit of a backstory about him there. But then he was, yeah, she was saying mostly in the background until Ali started being happy with Greg. Well, he makes a kind of, like we say, made that mistletoe move. Um, but she in, was starting to be happy with Greg yeah, at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He made that mistletoe move and then... That's Christmas, and then Valentine's Day rolls around, and Greg is they're doing like two Valentine's Days, yeah, and that's when Billy really gets in his feelings about yeah. Ali being yeah. happy with another man, yeah. Um, and how does he deal with that? Pretends it's about Ling joining the firm, yeah, and that he's losing, meeting. <laughs> losing our power. Like, it's like, no, you're losing the fact that you're going to be able to flirt with your ex girlfriend, yeah, she's now not interested, not interested, and exactly. that's what sent you into a tailspin, exactly. And so, you kiss her, nearly implode your marriage. Have like an intensive therapy session with uh, Ali Get, for a then, whole episode. Yes, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, that episode was a real different kind of episode. Yeah, show this really year, like, like the a, first yeah. time we've seen a two. Well, it was actually a triple hander because Tracy was there. But, yeah, like it was just focused on that therapy session. It could have been a play. Like it, it could was have really. Been. It was really. That was actually a really good moment in this this season. Mm. One of the star moments, I think. I think so too. Um, because that they did some real work in that session yeah, yeah and really we went thought in depth. came out the other side clearer for the better yeah even though it had been traumatic but it doesn't seem to have been built on in any way well i think it has for billy i don't think it has for ali do you think it has for 
Billy? I think it has for Billy in so much as he's like, yeah, so Ali's not an option. I thought she was for a moment. She's not. But he's not treating his marriage better because of it. He's still acting in the same no, way. No, he's not. But or, I, I think it's because he wants it to go back to normal. No, I think he wants it any way to go back to normal. Billy doesn't have the emotional intelligence to understand this. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think he's really... I wonder, like, what does he want from his marriage with Georgia? I think he wants it to go back to how it was before he... Um, well, maybe before Ali came into his life again. I mean, that's impossible. But, but uh, it's like... But I think he just wants to get, at, at the very least, get back to the point when he was getting jealous with Ali over Greg. But, but the thing is, that doesn't... Accept, what does he... That means that he only considers his marriage in the context of how it relates to Ali. I want to know why he's with Georgia and is he happy with Georgia? Because as far as I can tell, no, he isn't. I think he's just possessive of Georgia. Well, yeah, but Georgia is who she is and he's trying to control her to not be like that. Yeah. Because she's feeling herself... Feeling myself. She really is. And, like, you can't stop someone being like that just by virtue of being their husband and declaring there'd be a stop to it. Yeah. Like, so it's like, do you want to be with this woman? Yeah. I think Or not? I think he'd love to slap his fingers and make it go back to before he uh, got jealous with Ali. Well, Billy, I'm afraid you've got a shock coming to your sister. <laughs> not going to happen. He has got some weird ideas about women and life. And I think... And wife. And wife. <laughs> I just don't, you know... He needs a good talking to. He's operating under the illusion, uh, the, the delusion that uh, he's way more important than he actually is. I think because of the fact that he walks over, he's like, "I am your husband." Like, and so, like that. Sorry, I missed the memo. But that equals king of the world. Like, it doesn't <laughs> completely. Like, he just, yeah, his sense of entitlement when it comes to what Georgia is allowed to do I'd and what love... Ali is allowed to do as well as has been a constant problem <laughs> I'd love to imagine Billy in like 2019 and the difficulty he would have oh operating in this world can you imagine I don't I, I'd like to because I like to think that he gets his comeuppance several times a day but right, yeah his brain would just explode <laughs> Cope. So finally, we come round to Vonda, who <laughs> somehow got some sort of star billing in the credits of this season. <laughs> Well done, Vonda, or should I say, well done, Vonda's agent. <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> She's, let's be real, she's not a character. Like, the most she did this season, um, aside from obviously her back behind-the-scenes work to program yeah. the music for the yeah. entire show, which is no small job, don't no. get me wrong. But, but she's not a character. character. The most her character did in the Barber season was get everyone to sing over Georgia, which <laughs> yeah. was singing Dusty Springfield. Which was a good call. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's very funny. But she hasn't done like a huge amount of acting. There's no, no character arc here to speak of. No. But we should talk about the music because okay. the music is a huge part of the show and a big part of why we love it. Yeah. They had actual artists booked on the show this season. The first of many. Um, we have Barry White, obviously, in that amazing episode where Nell booked him for John's <laughs> birthday with the help of Ling. And then we also had a guest appearance over a few episodes by Al Green, um, yeah. who Ali was hallucinating. Yes. What a hallucination to have. I mean, as far as... It's a good quality hallucination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one's hallucinating, you know, shit artists. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so what do you think was the best Vonda song of this season? What's your fave? I think my favourite is... I love that one. I like that one. I liked um, this season. Um, what kind of fool do you think I am? You think you can go on seeing him? Darling, after we made our plans, you said I'd be your number one man. What kind of fool do you think I am? Do you think I am? Think I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favourites. I can't remember what episode that was in, but it was uh, it was a really good song. Yes. Yeah, no, I remember. Um, they, we had a few cast member f- performances this season, and they're always fun to watch. Yeah. Um, do you have any favourites that stand out to you? Well, I think Georgia singing is just hysterical. <laughs> when I say- I mean, that was just good because it was just so funny. Yeah. She was so bad, and obviously the reaction of the crowd. And yeah. That kind of yeah, thing. yeah. 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 Um, but I think perform like performance wise, I think I'm gonna have to go with Elaine and Run Run Rudolph. Richard and John come on in like waistcoats and like reindeer antlers but also she does this bit where she lifts her leg in the air and she pretends to like be like just playing a guitar, a guitar. like yeah. I, it's, it's it's a great performance yeah I would say though the Christmas episodes are normally some of my favourite but this season wasn't a brilliant it wasn't one. as great as last year yeah because no. they just had like maybe like we said at the time like budgets were cut and they just had their party in the office as opposed yeah. to in the bar which no. made me sad. But, you know, it was still fun. I still it enjoyed fun. it. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I've got a few um, highlights from cast members performing. Um, I did really like <laughs> the, right the beginning of the season where Ali and John sing the Mr. Ed theme song. <laughs> And now comes in, just as Ali's like, oh, I'm a Mr. Ed. <laughs> That's really strange. And then she like, shoves the toy horse to John. <laughs> like this toy. Exactly. I thought that was really fun. Um, and I did also want to give like an honourable mention to when they had their karaoke party at their flat. Yeah. apartment. Yeah. I always felt really, really pissed off that Ali switched the boys off yeah. when they were singing War. What is it good uh, for? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. I, they were really rocking out and really having a great, a great time. time. And Ali just decided it wasn't the song that she wanted to hear I know, at her party. So I she know. just skipped it. And Terrible. I was like, such shitty host behaviour. You were like, I am offended. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to say that they did a good job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good God, yeah. my absolute fave okay. performance of the entire yeah. I've got season. a feeling I know what this it's is it's gotta be Tracy with Tainted Love oh my god I <laughs> thought you were gonna say Greg Button no 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 but no. yes Tracy I, I forgot about her <laughs> that is such a brilliant yeah so good fun. it was so and it was such a comedy moment as well because she was Tainted just she was talking about <laughs> Like presenting that it was her like backstory and background for like why she's qualified to give advice, and then she just zooms into the lyrics great. of the song. It's so awesome. funny, yeah, absolutely hilarious. That is a great one. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to. Get away from the pain that you drive to the heart of me. The love we share seems to go nowhere. And I've lost my right. Cause I toss and turn, I can't sleep at night. Once I ran to Um, but yeah, Greg, I obviously love, um, but it was in no way was this performance this season in anywhere like what he did with Renee. Yes, no, I agree. Um, it didn't have the same emotional weight behind it. And I just think, uh, you know, when you yeah. know both of the characters well, yes, yeah. it means more to you. Like Kimber, great singer, but we didn't know her. No, so, no, yeah, yeah, I get you. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, that was the music. Some great cool. highlights. I'm really looking forward to seeing, I can't remember who's in next season, but what other artists end up on the show. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. excited. So um, another few like bests. Let's go into some bests. So who do you think was Ali's, um, who was your favourite guy that she dated this season? Um, do you want me to run down yes, all the people please. that I think there are? Yeah. So right, episode one, there yeah. was Jason, the young guy, the Dawson's Creek oh, no, guy. No, <laughs> Denim shirt. Yeah, denim shirt. <laughs> you can't have denim shirts forever. Um, George, obviously, she no. dated him for a little while. No. Fitzy. No. <laughs> who she used Stefan's death to like <laughs> yeah. at the karaoke yeah. bar yeah um, Ray she had she was dating George's flame Justin through Ray yeah yeah, yeah. Um, George tried to set them up yeah do you remember Wally from the bowling alley oh yes yeah homophobic Wally yeah yeah um, John obviously she had like a kiss with but that didn't really go anywhere no. obviously we're not into that I don't think we yeah Greg who yeah. was the main relationship this yeah. year Billy yeah or um, her escort who I forget the name Kevin of. Kevin that's it um, I think we're going to have to go with Dr Butters aren't we obviously, obviously. I mean there isn't really another He's, choice here no I don't think anyone really matches the quality of Dr Butters <laughs> I think that you know really is a manifesto for you <laughs> try and match the quality of Dr Butters if you can <laughs> I dare you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to miss that. I know. That guy. That guy. No more butters. I know. Boo-hoo. So, all that remains is for us to do our best and worst episode of the season. Okay. What was your best? <clears throat> okay. So, I've kind of got a joint best. Okay. So, Sideshow, which is the one where it is pretty much just the three-hander the of Billy, yeah. Ali and Tracy. Yeah. Really... No, talking through the the shit and getting in the weeds yeah getting in the weeds pulling out their big boy pants I think yeah but I think it's such a great like technically such a great yes. show yeah in terms of like the writing and like the character it, it, it is a character study and yes. a relationship yes. study yeah and yeah it could be a play like yeah. it's like so well done yeah so and it's so different to all the other uh, episode yeah. it's a real outlier but yeah. it's great for that yeah so I love I love that one but also I love it's my party oh yeah the party <laughs> I think it's just so much fun you've got all of them like messing about like in their casual clothes yeah singing into like bulbs like you've got um Ali making that crazy fruit salad. <laughs> you've got Ling and Richard having their first kiss. Yeah. You've got like yeah, just Nell and Ling being kind of introduced to the gang and yeah. being kind of included in the social elements. Yeah. You've got Billy's like ridiculous temper tantrum, which made me fucking cry with laughter at the time. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, like what a baby he was. Um, and yeah and also you've got obviously like the amazing defense Nell puts on for Ali with her short skirt yes and yeah like it's just a really fun episode yeah yeah I I like that one I um agree with you but I've got two different ones that I also think were good okay 
One was obviously the Barry White episode, um, yeah. which I loved for Barry White, although the rest of the episode wasn't as good. That's the thing. For yeah. me, I'm like, the ending saves that episode, yeah. but yeah. without that ending, I wouldn't, it's not a special yeah. episode to me. But my favourite episode, I think, <laughs> <laughs> but my favourite episode, I think, of the season was um, Happy Trails, because um... you have the emotional heft of um, Judge Boyle dying and what happens there because that's really sad and poignant and a lovely kind of tribute to him but what also happens in that episode is the comedy of them eating Stefan at the Chinese restaurant and that is just so sad but also hilarious at the same time so I just really think that 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 episode is a really good example of all the different beats that this show can hit when it's tragedy and comedy um and i yeah i loved it i thought it was really good yeah that is a good episode how about your worst i think i do your worst (laughs) i think i've got to go with they eat horses don't they because that's the episode (laughs) that you have the shock jock Uh, and I don't yes which I love that song Wayne Newton uh, singing that song I love it but he wasn't playing himself no he wasn't he was playing like a uh, shock jock repulsive person yeah and I felt sick yeah watching Ali panda and bat her eyes and play to it play to it Mm. and it it literally made me feel like no other episode has actually made me feel fucking sick like that yeah so i was just like it's got i've gotta that's gotta be the worst and the fact that she came out of that thinking that she was on like the right side of history (laughs) everyone else was like what the fuck were you doing well i think what you were doing was even worse and it's like no and also then she gets like a bunch of flowers from him being like to a great lady or to a great gal classy broad and she's like you. <laughs> a man likes me. <laughs> yeah, right. I think um I mean the finale was pretty not great for me as finale. No, I, I think bit un- underwhelming and disappointing. It is an underwhelming finale. Um, yeah. But I think my least favourite episode, I agree with the shock jock one, that wasn't brilliant. Especially the case that week was about a guy being annoyed that he'd eaten horse meat, which yeah, annoyed because me. Because he didn't well. ask what yeah. was on the menu. Um, yeah. But my least favourite, I think, was probably the Civil War episode because um, you had John and Richard acting ho- as horrendous bosses and making terrible decisions yes. yeah. to put Ali and Georgia on, on opposite sides, sides of the same case. Yeah. And, like, arguing and pushing for that to happen, yeah. which I think yeah. is just irresponsible. Really stirring For their the clients, but also for, for their, their employees' yeah. well-being. Um, but then you had this real, like, mean girls... David E. Kelly wet dream of the girl on girl on girl on girl catfight yeah, at the end of the episode, yeah. which I know was played for laughs, but I just was like, and I then, don't like the undertones no, here. No, but I do love the bit where Ling walks in and goes, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she just walks in and is like, okay, maybe else is doing it. <laughs> I'm like running in. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, I that's not my favourite episode. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so all that remains for this little wrap up of the season is. 
for my favourite part, Eleanor. <laughs> I know. Insert the verdicts of the week jingle. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about. Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Yep, it's that time. The moment you've been waiting for. Yes, it's everyone's favourite segment. The verdict of the week! Leaderboard! So, are you excited? I'm pretty damn excited. I'm on the edge. She's just done the Mr. Burns. Excellent. (laughs) moment i'm very excited oh, yeah. um, so just to remind you at the end of every episode of a uh, ali mcbeal um uh, rewatch that we do we score one or more characters as guilty or not guilty if they're not guilty they get a point if they're guilty we take that point away mm-hmm. so at the end of the season we can add up from the next scores, who has been the best and worst characters of that season? Mm-hmm. So, let's start with Guilty. Who okay. do you think has been the absolute worst this season? <laughs> the absolute who do you think has scored as the worst? <sighs> Billy. You are correct! A whopping nine guilty wow, and zero not guilty. Well, there we go. He is well and truly guilty as fuck. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so there was uh, the next person behind him is two points behind him. So they're at minus seven. Who do you think that was? Richard. No. No. Um, Ali. Yes. Yes. So Ali actually scored more guilty. She got 10 guilties, but she got three not guilty. Oh, there you go. So she's at minus seven. Um, The next person is two behind her, so minus five. Who do you think that was? Is that Richard? No. I can't say Richard deserves to be there. Uh, Who would that be? John? Yeah, John really? has got five not uh, five guilties this season. Wow, okay. So he's behind, uh, so it's Billy Ali John. Wow, John, you've really let yourself down. And do you think that was, I think, mostly from the back half of the season when he started being all like... A dick. Racist, misogynist, yeah. <laughs> just... You know, just not being a good human being. Um, in general. Most of them were, if not all of them, were in the back half. Oh, there you go. Um, so not not good. So behind John, there are four people that are on minus two. So still in the guilty half of behind the leaderboard. John. Minus two. So, so four Ri- people. Richard's got to be in there. Richard is there with two guilties. No, not guilties. Okay. Um, Only two, though, out of a whole season. Yeah, I mean, wow. Yeah. Uh, one of them is a main character. Two of them are guest stars. Ling? 
Elaine? Nope. Georgia? Yes. So Georgia got four guilties because she was so shitty to Nell right in the, the beginning. beginning yeah. But she got two not guilties, so she's netted out at minus two. Okay, okay. So there's two guest star characters who also were at minus two. You might need to help me with this. Okay, so one of them is one of Ali's love interests, who was around for more than Wally. one episode. Is that Wally? No, Wally was just one episode. Oh. Uh, love interest, more than one episode. Uh, There's only know. two that were around for more than one episode. Greg? No. I was gonna say, I he's not guilty of anything. Yeah, I, don't know. I was like, I can't remember giving Greg a year. I don't know, George. George, of course, yeah. He got two guilties mainly because of how he handled that whole situation yeah, with Elaine yeah. Alley. So yeah. he's at minus two. And then also, Renee is your clue for this one. Ben? No. Matt. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Ben? No. Matt, ben got, well, didn't even chart. <laughs> yeah, Matt chart. is um, at. Uh, minus two yeah. on the leaderboard. Fair enough. Um, so then we've got three people at minus one, so still on the guilty side. One of them is a main character, one of them is a guest character, one of them is not a character at all. David E. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. minus one, yeah. Um, the final episode. Uh, one is a guest character. Yeah. You might not remember this one. It was from mm. a case of the week, like quite early on. We have seen him before, though. You're going to have to tell me. Reverend Mark. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ling was the other one. Okay. So she got two guilties and one not guilty. Okay. She's minus one. So then we have one person who netted out at zero. So neither guilty nor not guilty. Main cast member. Is it Elaine? Yes. Yeah. She got two guilty, two not guilty. So she is bang in the middle. So... Let's look at not guilties. Who do you think is right at the top with a not guilty? I reckon it's going to be now. Yes. Yay. You are correct. She got a whopping eight not guilties, but one guilty. So she's at seven. Seven. There we go. And then we don't have, like, the next person on the not guilty side of the leaderboard is at two points. So that's how far ahead wow. she is. Who do you think that is? It is a guest star and they are not human. Stefan! <laughs> <laughs> he got two not guilty. Oh, God bless his consort. Baby angel, Stefan. <laughs> and then we have, we have four people with one point. So, just managed to squeak into not guilty territory. Renee? Yes, she's got one not guilty. That was the only thing she had all season. Okay. Um, the rest are all guest stars, so you might not remember. Yeah, I might not. You're going to have to... Judge Boyle? Uh, of course, yeah. R.I.P. Um, Eric? R.I.P. Little baby boy. Oh, Eric! Yeah. <laughs> and... My fave? with one not guilty oh well done butters so there you go we've got now dominating the leaderboard yeah. and Billy right down there in the guilty guilty guiltiest sin where he belongs as it should be yeah any surprises there 
Not really. Yeah. I think that's pretty much like, yeah, where I'd expect it to be. Yeah. Yeah. You thought Richard should have been more guilty. I think he should have been. Yeah, he really flew under the radar. This I think, it, like we've said with Richard like a million times, all his stuff tends to be like just stupid, like, little speeches that he says yeah that he says every like episode so it's like we're not gonna put him in guilty every time he does this well interestingly Renee didn't really she flew a lot under the radar because she nearly didn't have a score for anything until I gave her a not guilty in the penultimate episode for recognising that Ali needs some help of course yeah that was the only score she got all episode which I think that says something about what the show's done with her like yeah she's she's been neither here nor there she's just been like background for a lot of it yeah so that's interesting as well yeah um but yeah that's it for season two i think we've done all that admin we have connected all the dots tied up all the bows we have there we go yeah how are you feeling about season three ready to get those 2020 eyeballs in yeah i've I've been ready and waiting since 2018 for 2020 (laughs) eyeballs yeah (laughs) are you looking forward to it yeah um i think uh yeah you should uh be looking out i think we're gonna do a mailbag episode that is coming out before we head into season three that should be out in february So you'll see that just before um, we kick in with season three. Um, But we will also have another bonus episode just for our Patreons coming out in a few weeks' time. Um, So uh, we are going to be watching the Bill Maher special that aired during season two um, originally in America. That's available on Amazon Prime to watch. And we're going to do a bonus episode reacting to and recapping what we think about that. And that will be for Patreons only. So if you really, really want to get some bygones content in your life and you cannot wait until february consider signing up to our patreon because we have bonus episodes like that available on there and also um early access and lots of other fun stuff that we do for you too from as little as one (laughs) dollar um but in the meantime get in touch let us know what you thought of season two let us know what you're looking forward to the most in season three let us know who your verdicts would be for most guilty most not guilty we love to hear from you we are at bygones podcast on twitter bygones pod on instagram you can search for bygones podcast on facebook or you can email us at bygonespodcast at gmail.com So, until season three... Happy New Year. Happy New Year and... Bygones!